I do not understand how time keeps going faster and faster and faster and faster every single day. I swear like old people that say those kind of things, you're like, "Uh uh-huh, okay, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I think I'm one of those old people. Anyhow, we are officially in July. It is Q3 and I love to work in our businesses in the quarter system. And so I really think of Q3 or quarter three of the year as the queen of business in the salon. Q3 is where we tidy up the things that we've been laying foundation on and where we move into laying solid foundation and start to put the dang walls up for the rest of the year that we can then just crush it. So it's to me, it's the tipping point. It's the, it's, we've, we've, We've done the things to prepare us to get here and we will continue to do the things to take us to wherever it is that we want to go moving forward. Whatever your big goals were for the year, this is where you check in and go, yep, I'm doing it. Or, oh, maybe there's something that I need to like tidy up. Maybe I've been carrying around some dead weight. Maybe I've got to work through some stuff as I prepare for the rest of the year. Maybe I'm having a whole redirect. Maybe I'm pausing. Maybe I'm saying, all right, I haven't done enough to really take care of me, the human, this year, and this is where it stops. So before we dive into the episode, I want to just invite you to do a couple of things that is, it's like the quickest exercise that you can just take a minute, think about this stuff, and really move forward knowing that Q3 is going to be the moment that you can catapult yourself forward quickly, hyperspeed, quantum leap, all of those little buzzwords to get you where you freaking want to go and just faster and easier. So what do you need to wrap up that's dragging you? Like that's just, you've been dragging it maybe. Maybe it's dragging you down, right? But what are what are those things that just need to get wrapped up that they don't need to come with you into the, the next version of yourself the rest of this year? And what can you do online in your physical, visual presentation of your business online, what can you do to tweak it to make it more in alignment with who you are trying to attract, right? We're always attracting your gal. So what can you do there? Like, do you need to look at your the copy on your website and fix it? Do you need to change the verbiage that you have on your Instagram? Do you want to like make sure you're speaking to your girl? Do you need to add some things, check in with your customer journey? Like where is there just the tidying that can be done just a mid-year check-in. Are we still speaking to the same gal at the beginning of the year where you're like, I'm looking for extension clients. And now you're like, no, I'm not. And I need to switch what I'm doing. Do I need to switch my presentation, the visual and just anything online, like whatever that presentation might be. It might be video. It might be copy. It might be, you know, audio for some of you, whatever it is, like, just make sure that it's still valid. Did you put a video up on your website three years ago? And you're like, yeah, I should probably redo that. This is the time where we have a bit of a potential pause in the summer because everyone kind of like slows down and and frankly travels and does summer stuff hopefully um and and so this is your moment to say okay I'm just going to use it I'm going to tidy up my presentation and make sure that I'm speaking to my gal I also would take this moment to look at what can you offer to your current clients and what client, like take a, take a little inventory of your client list. Are you still working with the clients you want? Are you still, you know, looking at from a leadership perspective, are, is your team where you want them to be? Are, are you happy with your team? Do we need to make any adjustments when it comes to your client list? Are you in a spot that's working for you, working for them? Are there clients that you maybe think you could serve a little bit better if you offer them a different service? If you stop and give yourself literally half an hour, let's say, and go through your, your client list, wherever you keep that, and just think, what could I offer 
to this one? What could I offer to this person? What could I offer to this person and this person and this person that I know would help them in their beauty routine, their beauty process, in the way that they feel about their beauty routine, right? The way that they feel about their hair, their skin, their whatever it is that you do for them in the salon. What's one thing that you could offer them? If you went through and did that, I'm telling you, like that alone will generate a ton of revenue for your business. Great. I love revenue. Love it. But it also would help your client to understand how much you care about them. It would help your client to know that you've taken really great care of them all along. And it would help them to know that you're thinking about them, that you care about your business, that they are an integral part of that business. Like it's, it's a good thing, right? Like this is all just give yourself those 30 minutes. That's the difference between like letting your business happen to you and really being intentional in your business. And lastly, the last thing that I want you to do to make sure that Q3 is a queen of your business in the salon is to really ask for testimonials. You need to ask for them. You need to keep them somewhere special. Lock them up in lock and key. Dear diary status, put them really in a folder in your Dropbox, your Google Drive, or your phone, and use them when appropriate in order to communicate how awesome you are. And and lastly, I'm adding one more. It's not on my notes. I want you to remember who the F you are and what you're doing, your goals, and where you're headed. Because if you don't check in with yourself, it's hard to know where the heck you're supposed to be going. This year is halfway. We are at the halfway point, yes, but we are not half done, okay? We have a whole lot more to do. The calendar is man-made. We use it to just keep us on track, to have a little outer accountability. And now we're going to jump in to the episode. What's up and welcome to the 10 Minute Beauty Business Podcast. I'm Lexi Lomax, your host, salon business coach, and mentor. I'm a salon owner of 17 years, and I am here to share with you my experiences and expertise, my failures and successes, so that you can have fast, effective biz solutions in the salon. Each week, I will bring you inspiring and actionable conversations to help you meet your goals. The 10-Minute Beauty Business Podcast is here to serve you. Now let's get to it. I love to play in my business. And one of the ways that I'm playing in my business this year is by offering micro mastery experiences. I know that there are so many things that we have to learn as business owners. There are so many things that we have to do and it feels overwhelming because sometimes we're like, oh my gosh, where do I even start? And for me, I want to start with something impactful. I want to start with something that I could learn today and implement today. So this year, I am offering micro mastery experiences, one every month. So it might be a masterclass, it might be a short form container, it might be a mini mind, some sort of mastermind experience, whatever it's going to be, it's going to come to me in that quarter. I'm planning ahead, you know, you know, your girl can't wait till the last minute, but it's kind of like, what do you need? And I'm bouncing off of with, with you guys in the DMs and in my coaching programs, and we're diving deep to one topic for each month. And that's it. This is just like... It's the way that I like to learn and it's becoming the way that I love, love, love to teach because I want you to have impact. I don't want you to be overwhelmed when you come to learn something. I want you to be like, I can do this. I can try this on and I can do this. Like it's going to start making me money now. It's going to start making my business and life balancing act better right now. These are the things that I want for you. And they're the exact same things that I want for me in my life and business as a salon owner. 
So please check out the micro mastery experiences. There's a different one every month, but if you miss one, you can also go back and grab a replay. And if you join the masterclass pass, replays are all included. So check it out and let me know if you have any questions. The link is here in the show notes and feel free to DM me. This month as a salon owner, I have kind of mellow plans. July is one of those months where I just kind of let things be a little bit unless there's big stuff going on. And and for me, July is really busy personally this year. So I'm not putting a lot on my plate because I just want to honor my capacity. And also I just, it feels right. And so that's what I'm going with. I do with a big asterisk have to tell you that those things I'm allowed to do that in my business because my foundation is strong because I'm not pushing in and grasping for things. I've, I've done the work. It's set. So I'm allowed to pull back and and you're allowed to pull back too, regardless of where you are in terms of your foundation being strong, wobbly, etc. The thing is, is that you must pull back in order to see what we need to do. So even if you're shaky, you're wobbly, all those things, you have to pull back in order to be able to see clearly what you're doing. We're looking at, you know, a big picture view, like imagine being on the earth and then going up to space and seeing the earth. Like the picture is different, right? When we're standing with our feet on the ground here on earth, it looks different than when we see it from space. That's the kind of stuff that needs to happen regardless of where you are in your business. Now you might get a quick break to see what's going on and come back down and need to get to work. That's a-okay and quite respectable. For me, I'm slowing down because at this moment in time, I don't have a big push going on. I have some things that I want to do for me in, in terms of my coaching business and my life and some other extracurricular activities. I suppose they are business related. I can't wait to share all of that with you. Um, but there's just some stuff, right? And and that's why I'm pulling back. But I do have things I'm working on this month as a salon owner. I'm going to share it with you here. I know that you guys are loving these episodes. So please continue to give me feedback so I know how to direct the conversation. I'm so excited for all of the new podcast rollout that will be happening later this month. But until then, we'll we'll start here with what I'm doing this month as a salon owner. So I'm slowing down, right? Just told you all about that. I'm also still celebrating. We are celebrating our 17th year. Yes, our official birthday was in June, but we are going to ride that wave. We are celebrating and our actual celebration is this month. Uh, We are going on July 9th. So depending on when you're listening to this, you should check my stories or my highlights because the salon is going to a Padres game and I'm sure there's going to be shenanigans and so much fun. And so I'll show you guys all of that on Instagram. But, you know, I mean, we're celebrating and I'm really taking the time to celebrate not only my hard work and dedication to the salon and all of that, but this month I'm really focusing on, and this is something that you can, you can do regardless of how many employees you have or don't have, but I'm focusing on each girl and celebrating them. So I'm making it my intention for the month to really find things and celebrate each stylist, each employee, each person that works with me in any capacity to celebrate them and let them know how much I appreciate them, to kind of love on them a little extra, be really intentional about it. I try and think that it's innate for me to do that, but you know, we all could use a a reminder here and there. And like, maybe I focus on one person because they post more on Instagram. So like we engage more, and somebody else doesn't post as often, but like, they're still a really integral part of my team. And so I'm really focusing on just like loving each gal. I usually do a love bomb, like, I don't know, like two or three times a year. And I'm going to make sure that I do it this July, this month. 
And I, it's fun. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but in the past I've done like handmade jewelry and kind of given everybody like the same thing, or I've done, um, just little notes and little gifts, or maybe I'll buy Starbucks. I don't know. I was kind of thinking about maybe like a sushi day at the salon. I don't know if that like makes a lot of sense. Cause like you want to kind of eat it fresh and not everybody can eat at the same time, but like, you know, you can tell where the, where my heart is. I want to do something nice and something fun. So I'm kind of I, I just will be leaning into that this month because that's not hard. That's not hard. It's not like a lot of capacity, but it goes a long way. And it's very important to me and to my business that I do it. I also am coming back. I think I shared last month that I have some retraining going on and Issa's going to be leaving our team and Faith will be adopting some of those roles. And then we're kind of like hiring some new and I'm working on the back end in terms of like standard operating um, procedures and just making sure that our training stuff is up to date. It's really just an edit, but it's still like not the most fun. And, and so that's something that I can do when I don't have all this other stuff running around in my brain. And then I'm, I'm really honing in again and designing our new assistant program. It's going to be very different than it has been in the past. And I hope that it works, right? It's my intention. I know it will work, um, but it's going to be different and it's going to be a stretch and an edge for me. And I'm going to rise to the occasion as a leader and it's going to work because we're also transitioning assistants. Charlie is basically, she's done with me, even though I'm not done with her. Um, and, and so I have to bring on my new assistant and get her trained properly in the process. And then Charlie's beginning to take clients. And so we, we go through that slowly because I don't like to be without an assistant. Um, although I'm completely capable of working that way, it's really nice to have help. Um, we also, I put a new station in at the salon, which is a teaching station and I'm feeling like very meh about it, but I, it's good for the business. And so it's like, you know, I, a lot of times I'm like, I don't have a lot of emotions and like, you know, like, like silly things like that. I'm, I'm, it's just facts. It's facts. It's facts. It's facts. But the, the fact is that I do have feelings in my business. I just recognize the ones to lean into and listen to and the ones that don't have a lot of space or place in my business decisions. And so does it make more sense? So I'm out of stations. We have a waiting list. <sighs> Does it make sense for me to move and create a new station in a different area that was previously occupied by nail, a nail artist that no longer works with us because she's semi-retired? And so could I have a station there? Is that station bigger than all the other stations? Is it different? Is it not really perfect? But is it perfect for like a larger area for teaching? Yes. Do I want to do it? No. Do I want to rent the station out? Yes. Like my old station, absolutely. Do I want like all of these things? I do. Right. And it, it is, it makes sense for me to have that bigger station. I don't like it because I, I want to be the same. I want to be like everybody else. I don't, I don't want people to walk in and go, oh, she's the owner. Cause she's got that big station. Like, no, that's not my vibe. I don't do hierarchy at all. The, but the way that our stations are set up, having two assistants at once that I'm going to be training, it just doesn't make sense for me to be in my space. I'm not even on a corner. Like I'm in the middle on the wall next to everybody. Like it's, I, I don't have a station that makes sense for training people. And that's just the bottom line. So I'm going to move my station and I'm going to enjoy it and I'm going to love it. And there is going to be whatever happens like it's going to be great. And even if it's not great, I'm going to make it work because I don't care. It's better for the business. <laughs> and that's the thing about emotions and being a salon owner is like, there's stuff that sometimes you just have to bite the bullet and you don't want to do it. But like you took the responsibility on as a leader and you need to do what's best for the business as a whole. And sometimes that's not what's best for you as the human. 
like as an individual, when I remove myself, like, no, Lexi doesn't want to do that. Lexi wants to stay right here and just be me. And like, I want to be me and throw a little tantrum about it. And that's certainly not going to solve anything nor make my life better. So in order to do that, I'm moving my station. Okay. My rant is over. I think I've talked about it enough. I'm going to leave that be, but our new assistant program is going to be epic. I'm really excited about it and I'll have a new station to train them at. And that is really freaking cool. We also are selling so much retail at the time that this episode comes live. I believe that our birthday sale will be over, but, 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 but it has been phenomenal. So I need to give you an update on that as well. So we are still selling retail like crazy. Our, our birthday sale has been just, it's been so great. Like so wonderful, like leaning into it and, and sticking with the same promo and allowing clients to pick their own promotion. It has just been phenomenal. And one thing that I am focusing on this month from a leadership perspective with retail in the salon is to continue sharing how to sell and share retail more effectively with our clients. And we're going to in- include some new fun things in our email conversations that we have with clients, our, our connection points there. And it's just all really retail focused. It's just been so cool to watch all of this stuff come to life. Like all of the SQ principles. Oh my gosh, do I have the biggest thing to tell you about salon quarterly, but I can't tell you right now. Anyways. So that's coming later. The, all the SQ stuff that we're integrating and training in faith, with Faith, who's handling our social and, and really using the SQ calendar. And then, of course, taking all of the retail stuff that I love to focus on and leaning into it and also sharing it with my team and just how I'm doing that is different than what I've done in the past. And I'm really excited to continue leaning into that with my staff. But also, this is exactly what I'm sharing in this month's masterclass. It is like, Retail to revenue is going to blow your mind. Okay. I'm just saying that. So with the gals in the salon, like we've really shifted away from no old tactics, right? Like say the person's name three times. There's nothing wrong with these things, but we've added to them and they're not like the tactics we're using. We have a completely different strategy and it's so interesting to shift the mindset around how we're selling. It's mind blowing. You guys like I'm making my fingers like pop like lights, like mind blowing. Like I'm really just, it's, it's phenomenal. So we're not doing that stuff where we like hand the client the bottle and say like, hey, look at this and whatever. We're not, you know, taking it to the front and saying, oh, like Lexi will check you out now. Enjoy. Is this what you're reading? Like, we're not doing prescription cards. We're not doing any of that old stuff because it's freaking tired. It's freaking, freaking tired. And the way that we like to buy now is so different than the way that we used to buy. Consumers are so smart. They're so educated. They're so, it's just so different. Like, can you imagine? I don't go to the mall really. And, but if I did and I walked past, well, no, how about this? Go to the mall are there mall kiosk guys selling you a flat iron still? And would anybody buy that today? Like really? I don't think so. Now, granted some people that maybe never stepped foot in a salon or like don't have the internet, but that, that is like not the same, right? Like we don't want that guy, that poor person. Like I feel so bad. What a terrible job. But if the mall kiosk guy still exists, 
their sales have to be like freaking zero. Oh, come here, come here, come here. You want to let me, let me flat iron your hair. Come here, come here. Oh, here, you need this. You need this flat iron. Like, oh, please come here. Or the perfume person. Oh my gosh. Like here. And they like spray perfume at you and you walk by and you literally want to throw up. Like, can you imagine those tactics? Those same tactics, they used to work because do you know that those mall kiosks are also some of the most expensive square footage in the mall? So that stuff used to work. And the things that were used to teach us how to sell retail long ago, like, I mean, within my salon ownership career, were based off the same sales psychology that those people built those sales around. Like, that's how they their sales programs and stuff were built off of that. Like, can you imagine? Can you freaking imagine? No, that would never work in the salon. And it's just like yuck, right? Nobody likes that. But so how you like to buy is different than how you used to buy. Because even like someone who might've wanted to buy that flat iron now is like turned off by the aggression, by the in-your-faceness, by the like, I'm selling you something and this is exciting. Like that is so whack. <laughs> like I have this and you need it. Like, come on. For real? Like there's more to life than that. There's way more to life than that. And consumers are so smart that they don't need us to tell them what they need. They need to want the thing. And that's our job to present it in a way that it's sexy as hell and they can't live without it. Literally, like think about the last thing you bought. You wanted it. You probably wanted it. And, and or maybe it was something that you didn't want to buy, but you needed it. You felt different if you didn't really want to buy it, but you needed to buy it like a vacuum or like, I don't know. Some people really love a vacuum. I shouldn't say that, but like, I'm not excited to buy a vacuum. So if I have to buy a vacuum and it's not something I want, Oh, like baby stuff right now. Like I don't want to buy like a bunch of baby toys. I don't want it in my house. I don't, I don't want it, but I have to buy it because my child should have some toys, right? Like to play with and for her learning and development and all of this good stuff. So I buy it. But when I buy that, the way that I feel is very different than the way that I feel when I go to Nordstrom's and buy a brand new pair of Converse. Like I want the Converse. I love them. They're so fun, whatever. Or pair of Nikes, like a pair of jammies, like some new workout clothes, makeup, you freaking name it. You feel different. I'm telling you, just pay attention to what you have to buy. You don't get like the warm and fuzzies when you go buy paper plates. I don't think you do. If you do, please someone send me a DM and tell me what that's like because there may be something there. But the way that we sell, the way that we need to share, and I even hesitate to use the word sell because that's such an old word, but the way that we need to share is that it's a part of a service and it needs to be different than we used to. And when I realized that the only way to increase my income in the salon, really as a rental salon owner, the only way that I was going to make a big difference to my, my income was retail, I knew I had to take that seriously. And that's when I began to study all of this. That's when I was like, all right, girl, we are doubling down. Like I can sell stuff. I love to buy stuff. Have that covered. Your girl is really good at buying stuff. So I, but, and, and like I say that kind of joking, but seriously, there is part of that that's really important when we think about how do I buy? Like what I've just explained to you, we buy differently. So we must share and sell differently. And when I realized that I had to take that seriously, I was like, all right, let's try it. And so in my 17 years, we've sold all kinds of things. And if you're an avid podcast listener, you know, I've sold everything from freaking lingerie, bikinis, candles, hair care, of course, tools, products, etc. 
I mean, we've sold purses with rhinestones on them. We have sold $75 fake pave earrings, not fake pave. They were pave, fake diamonds. But, you know, I mean, we've sold so many different things. You name it. If it was even remotely tied to a beauty experience, we have sold it. Oh my gosh. I sold, (laughs) I forgot about this until just right now, body wraps. Like we sold body wraps to go that would like send you home and like de-bloat you. I think all they did was dehydrate you. I'm not saying it was a good choice. I'm just saying we did it. But so I've sold all of these different things and made tons of money and tons of profit in the process because it was the only way that I could increase my income. And you guys know I like to increase my income. I want to continuously have growth. I like money. It does good. It gives me options. It allows me to live my life. This is all stuff that I want that I'm sure that you are nodding your head like, yeah, me too. And so I had to take retail seriously. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. I know on my stories and in my posts and even here on the podcast, I'm kind of a broken record about retail, but because it has the capacity to actually change the game, especially as a salon owner, This is crazy important because you can only raise the rent so much. You can only have so many clients in the door if you're a commission salon. You can only have so many workers in the space that you have. You can only grow so much. And also, like, you can only work so much as a human, as a salon owner. And as a stylist behind the chair, if you're independent or if you have your opportunity to sell more retail and get a portion of it, like, you can only do so much, right? But if you have the opportunity to sell retail, you can sell more retail and work less or work the same and continue to make more money. Like this is to me what true diversification is in your business. And there's there's only so much time to do all the things that we need to do as salon owners and business owners. There's only so much time. Like where are you going to get more? If you figure that out, let me know because you can't. But selling retail bought me time. It gave me options. Selling retail literally bought me time off my books that I don't have to work as much and my income stays the same. Let me say that again because I think that that's a really, really important. Selling retail, literally, selling retail in my salon, all the various things that we've sold, all of the things that we currently sell, all of the retail that we have sold bought me time literally got me more time off of my books that I got a choice of what I wanted to do with that time. I could either spend it working on my business. I could spend it with my employees, with my staff. I could spend it as a salon owner doing leadership role type jobs, or maybe I could spend it in my own life doing what ever I felt like. Like, can we talk about that for a second? Like options of of time freedom is my personal definition of success. And so getting time back that I get to choose what I do with it is like, it's, it's, it's the biggest win for me. And so selling retail to me is incredibly powerful because it it buys me time. Like, yes, I still want to do hair, but if I could do less hair, and sell retail to the clients that are already there. They're already purchasing. They're already doing the thing with me. And we reframe the whole retail service as a service, the retail presentation as a part of my service. It's a part of the salon interaction that they take home with them. It's the part of taking a piece of the salon home that solidifies the relationship. It does so much more than actually just like wash their hair or hold the style that they've put in. It does so much. And most importantly, it buys me time. It gives me options. It gives me opportunity. It diversifies the way that I make money within my business, which never hurt anyone. 
And this brings me to today's 10-minute beauty business tip. Take a pen and a piece of paper, the notes in your phone. I want you to make a list of three things that you could sell in your business that you are currently not selling. And then I want you to go one step further and write down what would make someone want those three things. So just like, you know, if it's hairspray, like why would somebody want to buy hairspray? Oh, their style would last a long time. This is all stuff we've talked about, by the way. It's just a reframe. It's a reframe from solution to desire. So, so they would want hairspray because it holds their hair. It will allow durability for their style. Maybe it smells really good. Maybe it has super cute packaging. Why would they want to buy those three items that you don't sell already? And if you're like, no, I sell the things I want to sell and I'm good. You can do this exercise on things you already sell, but it's going to be really powerful if it's three things that you don't already sell that you think you could potentially sell because you can add additional items and SKUs to your offerings. And I think that that's really good because it's expansive. And when we are talking about something that maybe we haven't done in the past, or maybe if you're like me, you have like, you push the gas, you do great. And then maybe you slow down a little bit. And then, you know, it's kind of like a cycle where we, we do a lot and then we, we don't catch the momentum long enough to keep going long haul. And so if you can inject a little bit of expansiveness in here and get excited about something new, then you might ride that wave a little bit longer. And, and this is what we're talking about in this month's masterclass. The class is called Retail to Revenue, and I promise you it will not disappoint. The cost you will be able to make back in an instant if you apply the information. And also, this is going to have such lasting effects. It's such a no-brainer. I'm so excited. This is all the stuff that I'm sharing in the salon this month with my team, and it's the stuff that has made it possible for me to have the ability to do the different things in my life. If I didn't sell retail, literally, I would not be able to have this coaching business because I wouldn't have had time to do that because I wouldn't have stepped away from behind the chair because where would I've got that income? You know, how do you do the things, right? How do you do the things if you don't create options and time for yourself? Maybe I would have figured it out. But literally selling retail was one of the ways that I could take care of the financial aspect of not being behind the chair. And I know so many salon owners that are like, well, I need to do that, but I can't, I can't take away because then I'm not going to make any money. It's like, okay, well, we got to figure that out. And retail is the easiest, fastest way to do that. And it's exactly what we're breaking down this month in the masterclass because I recognize how freaking important this is. And there is no coincidence that it is retail in July Q3, right? There's no coincidence. This is all intentional because it's when we need it. We need to start planting the seeds. We need to change our retail mindset in July. We need to do it right now in order for Q4 to work. Lastly, what I am doing in the salon this month as a salon owner is working in my office upstairs. I have this little cute office upstairs that has never quite gotten finished between me having the baby, the remodel, like, I don't know. Well, it didn't get finished at the time of the remodel, which was two summers ago now, but I, it didn't, it was like not of importance and I didn't have the budget for it. And so it didn't really get finished. And then it got kind of like limped along and it's done enough that I can use it as an office. Absolutely. But there's things and there's stuff and I have new vision and new ideas. So we're going to be doing some things upstairs in the office and I will share as they come together. But it is my vision that my office will be a piece of real estate that will be available to rent when I am not using it. And it will be like a mini photo studio. Um, We have, you know, the big white backdrops and all of that. And also, and this is you're hearing it here first. 
will be available with a station there for hairstylists, content creators to come in and use a perfectly clean white blank canvas salon because sometimes you know you're making content in the salon and maybe you want to make something that's a little bit more professional looking without like other people and like their cords hanging and all of that so it's got a corner with that going on it is a full functioning salon still up there but it is like probably what you see me share on social is just the picture of the blue Fiona that <laughs> my painting above my desk and there's like some trees and a little bit it's it's you know it's an office but it's also a set for me to do recording of my programs and things like that um, I recorded all of Beauty Biz BFF up there, and and so it's got it's multi purpose, but it also will be available for rent eventually. And so I'm really super excited to just get it off the ground officially and just see how that all plays out. And it's just an idea. It's just a, it's just for fun, but also like it's something that we will use in the salon, of course. Uh, first and foremost, it's for us. But additionally, like I'll make it available to other people. I rent time and space. I am a, a salon owner who rents time and space. And I do a whole lot more than that too. But I, I, you know, it's an opportunity. And so I see that and I'm, I'm going to lean into it. There's this really cool, um, app called or website called peer space. And, um, that's where you can find like cool places to rent for like the day for meetings or potentially for podcasting. And you could do it for a photo shoot or things like that. Like it's not necessarily like an Airbnb kind of place. Like you're not going to stay there, but there's all sorts of different things that you can rent on peer space. So I'm going to list it there. And when I do, I'll let you guys know, but I'm, I'm just excited to do that. That's sort of as a salon owner and sort of as Lexi, the business coach, that is what I have going on this month as a salon owner. I hope you have a fantastic week and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I love creating them each week and connecting with you after you listen on Instagram. I really love it when you tag me and share the episode to your stories. It's twofold. It lets me know that you're podcast people so then I can go and do a little friendly stalk and, and drop a love bomb over on your page. And also it shares the show to your followers and your friends and fellow hairdressers, which I totally appreciate because this is a free show and it's difficult to grow the podcast without your help. So thank you much for that. I'll see you on stories and right back here next week.